this try this on for starters yeah uh, a few weeks ago when i was at the orthodontist office yeah i had to fill out the paperwork yeah beforehand it has been like so long since i've had to fill something out by hand mm-hmm. that i was like <laughs> i don't even know if i like well, you're left-handed right well i'm becoming predominantly left-handed in yeah. things and i always wrote right-handed and i was like this is very uncomfortable maybe i should switch over <laughs> but i was like all this like you know, every gay man ever. medical documentation i was yeah. like this is probably not the time yeah <laughs> i thought you were gonna say you to fill up medical documents with a pencil i was like i'm pretty sure that's illegal no i haven't used a pencil and i don't know how long big pen yeah. guy well so that's what i'm saying like i was writing with a pencil and i was telling my trainer i was like this is fucking garbage like who uses pencils and he was like oh dude big pencil prolific it's got a chokehold and schooled everywhere <laughs> And I was like, big pencil. You never think it's going to be big pencil, but. So you texted me about this. Yeah. And I thought there was like a product out there. <laughs> so I looked up big pencil and I just found like those huge pencils that that guy would come to elementary school. Yeah. And he just had a huge this pencil is, for some a, reason. It was a real pencil, by the way. You Why was he that. there? I don't know. What was his function? I don't know what that was at all. Actually. Like, I think back a lot of those assemblies. And I don't know what the point of any of them was. No. I remember there was a guy that played spoons on his belly. Oh. He was dressed like a pirate as well. There are a lot of questions I have about yeah. my schooling. I remember once we saw an excerpt from the uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I remember that. Yeah. And I, then I think I went and saw the full musical. Oh, based off of that performance? Well, I don't think it was based off of that. I think it was like... Someone my brother knew was in it, and so my parents were like, we have to go support. Must be Brother Steve. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, he could have been. I don't know. Was he in? He did something theatrical. Brother Steve, were you in it? Like, share, and subscribe if you were in it. Oh, I think he did something with, like, a Christmas carol. Not a Muppet one. That's a shame. Did meet Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. No. Nor did he meet Kermit the Frog. The Frog. You won't let me be in a mop of Christmas. <laughs> Not it. Not Bill again. <laughs> um, man. Yeah, those are weird assemblies. I the just, more I think about them, it's like... Really a fever dream kind of thing. There's a dude that came and just told the story of Joe Majerak. <laughs> okay. You remember Joe Majerak? I don't think I do. He's a guy... So you know the train at Kennywood. Yeah. And how like you go out. And there's a statue of the dude, like, just bending the I-beam. Yeah, That yeah. was Joe Majerak. Oh. And then... You just did that professionally? I think that statue has since been moved to, like, one of the actual steel mills. It's like, stands out front. Well, that's nice. So, I don't know why. And then he also told us a joke about a chicken with its head cut off. It sounds hilarious. Yeah. It was funny at the time. I'm sure. He, he told it a lot better. I bet. And by that, I mean, he actually knew it. 
I just know that is definitely yeah. It definitely helps when you're telling jokes. To... I don't know. Was it chicken out of that kind or chicken out of watermelon? Something like that. Those are close. Yeah, yeah. I know. Whenever my head's cut off, I was like, man, I really wish I had some watermelon right now. That would be a lot better than being decapitated. It reminds me of um, in a weird way. There was um, so R.I.P. John Madden. Yeah. We do a moment of silence for John Madden. Sure. Boom. Tough acting than acting. Um, so John Madden, I guess, he told a story. <clears throat> Sorry, Alan. He told a story on uh, SNL when he was hosting. John Madden hosted SNL? Yeah. That's something I'd like to see. Yeah. Bring it up. I, I think it was before the host had to be like in the skits. Mm. I'm not sure if that was ever a thing, but... I don't know. I can't imagine him being like... Are you thinking of John Goodman? No, no. It was definitely John Madden. Because he's been on a lot. But he was telling the story about um, how there was once an instance where he was um, he was still the coach of the Raiders, mm-hmm. and you know one of his linebackers was you know taking a leak you know as one does, and he, was, he well, they were in the locker room, and he uh, when he went up and he like put his hands in his pockets for something, and when he pulled his hand out of his pocket, a bunch of change. Uh, fell into the urinal so now the linebackers like pacing back and forth just staring into this urinal and john madden is looking at him and he's like now nah, here's the thing about linebackers like salt of the earth love them to death nice guys and everything like that um but you know they they, they do a lot of head contact you know <laughs> you you don't really know what's ever going on up there i mean their elevator already doesn't go you know to the top floor so you know you're always a little bit curious about what's going on up there so i'm just like kind of watching or whatever and he's like back back and forth and back and forth and finally puts his hand back in his pocket and he uh pulls his hand out again he has a wad of cash pulls out a pulls out a 50 dollar bill and he just slams it into the toilet and i'm thinking well that's really weird okay so that's that's pretty strange so he puts the wad back in and i walk over and i'm like hey dave uh what's the deal man you doing okay he was like yeah 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 he goes so then like why did you just throw that 50 dollar bill in the urinal and he goes well i wasn't going in there for 35 cents (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh john ah uh, god love him incredible performance in the replacements yeah uh, replacements is a very underrated movie i love it to death very is it is it would you put it in the top three of your favorite football movies do you have a top three favorite football movies yeah i do this this could lead to a larger discussion and uh, do you want to hear my three i would love to hear your three in no particular order Actually, you know what? I'll put the replacements yeah. at number one. Will you? I will put it at number okay. one. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll skip out of order to leave some suspense. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, The Little Giants. Okay. You're losing me, but go, go and on. And number two, Remember the Titans. Okay. Okay. Remember the Titans is always going to be in the yeah. top three. Yeah. Um, just what an incredible movie. Yeah. I'd agree with Classic you. Classic piece of American cinema. I um. What a picture. I don't know. I don't know if I have a top three because I'm not really a big sports movie guy. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a good sports movie. You know what sports movies I like the most? What boxing movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I don't just mean like Rocky and <coughs> Creed. I yeah. mean like Resurrecting the Champ, Million Dollar uh, Baby, Million Dollar Baby, Southpaw. 
I love them all. Yeah. Well, I, I think that it's easier uh, in a certain way to do a, certainly a um, a single person sport. Yeah. Um, just because the focus, you know, it can be more on a external what have you than it is like, you know, with, with Remember the Titans and that kind of adversity mm-hmm. versus like, say, Rocky. Yeah. Um, and, and what goes on there. I mean, like, you look at Remember the Titans, there's maybe eight, like, team members it really follows. Yeah. And then there's just, like, dozens of, like, background team yeah. members. Um, My boy Gary Bertier, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, that being said, your boy Ethan Suppley, looking fine these days. Oh, he was a big guy, right? Yeah. He, I think I watched, I don't know if he did, like, a men's health video or something, where he's talking about, like... I guess when he revealed his new form. Yeah. And it really is a new form. It really is, yeah. Because he's like... First of all, he had to drop like 350 pounds. Yeah. He's a monster now. Yeah. And like, it's just all muscle. Yeah. Because um, I remember when he was on Boy Meets World. Yeah. Way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he was even bigger in that than he was on Remember the Titans. Yeah, I believe you're right. He was also in uh, Evolution. He was big dude in Evolution too. I don't know if I've ever seen Evolution. Oh, you would like with Evolution. Luke Wilson? Um, uh, no. David Duchovny. What am I thinking of? What's Luke Wilson? I don't know. It's a you know that's a Idiocracy. Yes, yes, yeah. that's it. Um, Evolution with David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, and Sean William Scott. Orlando Jones. Yep. Also in the replacements. Yep. You got it right. It's a very good movie. Sean Williams. He, that's a uh, Stifler, right? Yep. Uh, Julianne Moore's in it. I want to say William Hurt is in it. Bill Hurt? I think Bill Hurt's in it. Wow. Bill. I can't. I, my throat's too messed up. Bill Hurt. I think it's I think it's Bill Hurt. Not Judd Hirsch? Not, it's certainly not Judd Hirsch. Although he would have really fit in. Are you looking it up? No. Okay. <laughs> and then I will look it up. I thought it was your duty. Well, I thought you pulled you thing. pulled your phone out. That's because my phone was blowing up like a Christmas tree on the Fourth of July. All right, wait. Um, um, <laughs> it is Ty Burrell, not who I thought. That's not who I was trying to think of. I'm thinking of Ted Levine, not not Bill Hurt. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I've I've mixed them up before. Ted Levine, what an what an actor, right? Yeah, prolific. Um, what an incredible voice on him! John Cho is also in it. Forgot about that. I'm trying to think. What... Jerry Trainer. Oh, love me some Jerry Trainer. Kyle Gass. Holy shit! This movie's um, stacked for 2001. Ted Levine. He was in. Well, first of all, he was Buffalo Bill. He sure was. But then he was the sinister warden in Shutter Island. Sure was. Which that movie is pretty underrated. He's also in Heat. The Heat is on. Heat is on. He's an American gangster. The Hills of Eyes. Wild Wild West. I love American Gangster. I mean, what are we doing here? Never seen The Hills Have Eyes. Me neither. Not a big uh, gore fan. Did you know Wild Wild West has an incredible collaboration between Dr. Dre and Eminem? I think I did. The bad guys always die. 17% of Rotten Tomatoes. Wild Wild West? Yeah. Did you say 17? 17. Mm. 
Isn't it always like kind of depressing whenever you see like the Rotten Tomatoes score for a movie you really like yeah. for like the first time? Yeah. And it's like 8%. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really give it much credence. You have to, you know, at our age, you really have to embrace what you like and just yeah. unapologetically fly that banner. So, here's a, this is a pretty good segue. Um, the new Matrix just came out. Yeah. And I was catching up on the series to so I could watch it with like informed eyes. Mm-hmm. Because I'd only ever really seen the first one and, like, parts of the second one. What um, order does it go, by the way? One, two, three, four. Thank you. Uh, Matrix, yeah. Reloaded. Reloaded. Revo- Revelations. Revolutions. Revolutions. And then Resurrections. And then the Animatrix. That's somewhere in there. You're going to skip the Animatrix? I've never seen it, and it's not important to the <laughs> you're, overall You're going to give it the Kingdom Hearts treatment? You're like, eh, that was on the PS Vita. We don't want real Exactly. <laughs> um... The one property that somehow is a more convoluted mm-hmm. plot than The Matrix. Um, so, the original, incredible movie. Sure. Great action, easy to follow. Wonderful Love piece of American it. cinema. I threw uh, it up there with Fast and Furious 1. Ma- yeah. Uh, Matrix Reloaded. It feels like it was created by the same team that created The Chronicles of Riddick. Which, <laughs> I enjoy that movie great. I enjoy that movie more than The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. This movie just had the actions, the fight scenes just go on forever. And yeah. they're just not interesting after you, a while. Did you say there's one that's like 20 minutes long and then he just leaves? Yeah. <laughs> and he just like shows up somewhere else. I was like, what? What just happened? <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, wow, this sucks. And that really took the enthusiasm yeah. out of it for me. But then the other day, I was like, Man, Keanu looks stylish in the new one, and I, and I, and I want to watch it. So I was like, All right, I got I got to watch the third one. I want to see that handsome man. <laughs> I watched the third one, and I was like, this is so much better than the second one. But everyone since yeah. it came out has been like, the third one's garbage. It's like not like I can't even believe it's made by the same people that made the first one. Yeah, and I was like, it has a coherent story. You actually care about like the secondary characters yeah the Naomi Niobe Niobe yeah Naomi Niobe 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 cutie right yeah Jada Pinkett Smith Jada Pinkett Smith okay yeah 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 um there's in the third one there's this like general guy okay who's like (laughs) just general guy no he's like a salute (laughs) general kind of guy like super military, this non-specific man just he, wandering about, and he speaks like he's doing like an Arlie Army impression. Oh, okay, but he's. Have you seen the third one ever? Uh, I might have. Is that the one with the rubbets? Yeah, like the exo yeah. things. So he's like the leader of those people, isn't it? Isn't that and Boba Fett? It's not Boba. It looks like Boba Fett. Yeah. I think it's like another like New Zealand yeah. guy, but general guy. Every time, yeah. Um, every time that like. As soon as he suits up and he like breaks out his guns, right before he breaks out his guns, he shouts, knuckle up. <laughs> and he does this like five times. That's what I shot before foreplay. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Everyone's always satisfied. Um, but like him, I was like, yeah, this is a cool dude. <laughs> that's what I said. That's, it's a cool guy. That's what cool I said guy. to myself. Well, that's, that's a cool dude. Um, and I'm like, man, this movie's great. And like the action scenes are like any blockbuster movie. They're not going on for hours on end. Yeah. And it's not like super heavy CGI. Even like the big fight 
at the end between uh, Keanu and Mr. Agent Smith. Mm. Mr. Agent Smith. <laughs> Mr. Agent Smith. Hugo Weaving. Mr. Agent Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it basically becomes like what you would expect from like a Dragon Ball Z fight. Oh, yeah. It's still Hugo Weaving? Still Hugo okay. Weaving. Um, and I was like, man, this is really... And it like concludes... <laughs> after knuckle up <laughs> was it good for you <laughs> yeah. um and it's like it's like a, there's like sacrifices involved but it's like a good ending yeah and i was like why do people hate this movie and i still don't know because i didn't look up reviews because i didn't want to like yeah it's probably best to just keep, point stay away from it forever and i was like that really raises my enthusiasm for the fourth one okay and so i watched the fourth one last night yeah really enjoyed it did you I enjoyed it a lot yeah. probably one of the better sequels like 20 years later yeah well so that's that's kind of the thing is i'm a pretty unapologetic fan of, of tron legacy oh yeah and uh we both are please. Pe- yeah well, sure um but people were kind of comparing it to tron legacy and i was like oh so it's super dope is, yeah. is that what you mean it's a lot of fun it's a very stylistically impressive good callback movie yeah, yeah. okay i'm excited for it. well it's this is the thing so like i get most of my like negative reviews on not on, but from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they're usually... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they are... Bad takes? <laughs> well, they're extremely, extremely bad takes. Uh, it's uh, unsolicited. They're unsolicited yes. um, because of this new algorithm that both Instagram and Twitter is using, are using, mm-hmm. um, where they just show you whatever they want to show you yeah. whenever they want you to see it. So it's like, I don't follow this fucking guy, but he's all over my timeline now. Yeah. And all he is doing is just like, this movie's bad. But then you're like, all right, well, then you check that fucking Stooges, like his whole profile is just him being like, this thing's bad and you're dumb for liking it. And it's like, why the fuck would do you think that I want to see this? Yeah. <laughs> so, but like anytime I, I see that. I being judged for things I haven't done yet. Yeah, really. And, uh. So, yeah, I mean, I see that stuff and I'm like, oh, well, the movie's actually at least has some nuance to it because mm. it's like, I count it the same way. I count it the opposite of what evolution has taught me to mm. count as far as like negative things and positive things. Yeah. You know, where it's like you hear like one, you have to hear like what, like four or five positive, or I think it's like eight positive things to to counteract one negative thing oh wow it's something like that i mean the numbers might be off but that's definitely the the general formula yeah um you have to hear more positive things before it kind of even meets the negative thing at at ground zero Mm -hmm. and so i'm kind of trying to mentally do the opposite where like if i hear one negative thing um it's i or i guess what i'm saying is like one positive thing is better than a couple of negative things to me. Right. Because it's like, it's just so weird anymore that it takes like strength and courage on the internet to be like, you know what, this thing wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, and like I, I go into most things, like movies especially, wanting to like them mm-hmm. outright. Well, it's too expensive to be like, this movie's going to suck, I know it. Yeah, and it's like, I don't want to feel like my time is wasted. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that like just doesn't interest me to begin with, it's like I'm not gonna right. watch it, unless I hear like a lot of things like this is really good, you should watch it. Yeah, and then I'll watch it be like pleasantly surprised, like oh that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, um, and that's like whenever the first trailers for this new Matrix came out, I was like I had never really seen the trilogy, so I wasn't super invested in the series, but I was like. 
I mean, it looks like a decent trailer. It's well put together. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, man, it just looks more visually appealing, like more colorful. Doesn't have like the green uh, filter. Oh, yeah. The green Instagram filter. Um, I kind of like the green Instagram filter. But uh, it's really interesting what they do with it, and it kind of, it kind of, having just watched rewatched the whole series, it kind of messed up my mind at first. Yeah. Because I was like, what is going on here? But um, I enjoyed it. And you know what? The song that kicks off the end credits is? Ain't No Shelter Here? No. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. That could be the title of it. I actually don't know the name the of the Rage song. The Rage Against the Machine one that ends that ends the first one? Mm, I mean, maybe. Because it's that girl that uh, peed in that guy's face oh, in Sophia. concert. Yeah. It's that exact thing part that she does when she's peeing in his face. Yeah. So it is a Rage Against the Machine song. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the cover of it. Yeah. Uh, Brass Against. Yeah. Um... I enjoyed it though. I watched a lot of movies recently. Yeah, yeah, you have been uh, going out there. It's what I do whenever I finish watching a series, and it's like I don't want to jump in another TV series gotcha. just yet. So I fall back on movies for a while. I, on the other hand, have been riding that wave. I started um, <laughs> so after Succession, I um, Oof, I watched. Uh, I, I made sure to clean up all the loose end shows. Do we have a Sunday spot? Right now? Yeah. Is what is Station Eleven? Is that just HBO Max or is that HBO proper? I think it's HBO Max. Okay, because I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I've added it to my list, but I haven't started it yet. Mm. That and I've I've also heard that was it the Gardeners. You know what I'm talking about? I, I think it's English. Think I've heard what you're talking about. That's it's uh, David Thewlis yes. and Olivia Coleman. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be the Sunday night slot now. Um. I have the HBO app. I can take a quick uh, peeksy, take a little looksy. Wait, maybe I don't. Olivia Coleman always great. David Thewlis, it's great to see him finally get his due. Sure, sure. Uh, he was really good in Fargo season three. Huh, I don't have the HBO app. Well, no, just, I know, right? But um, so yeah, I mean, anyway, I I didn't want to go into another heavy drama. Yeah. Um. So I started watching Band of Brothers. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense with what you just said. Landscapers. It's called Landscapers. Uh... <laughs> it's got a 97. All right. This is a slight tangent, but I just want you to know that every time I look at that logo on that amp it looks there. like mario and luigi yes yeah exactly yeah the, and, and me too yeah the logo from the super mario brothers movie yeah um just with guitars instead of hammers yeah but i watched um, well because like banner brothers is like this noted like lauded um both critically and commercially like super I, successful docuseries i read the book before read or watching yeah. the series and the book is i mean book's always pretty good sure but um Wild stuff they went through. Yeah. Really wild. And that's the thing is that, like, I've said it a couple of times before, but, like, when in grade school, like, I was very, very heavily into, like, World War II and, like, that whole, like, <coughs> history yeah. and stuff like that. So... What was your theater? Oh, um, Eastern. Yeah, I was a big, uh, I was a big Pacific guy. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, Pacific was, like, it's not that it wasn't as interesting. It just, for some reason, it was, like, this whole concept of, like, 
defeating Nazism mm-hmm. really, like, really got to my, like, 17-year-old bones. So it's, yeah. like, that was, that was kind of where I was at. Now I'm a little bit more in, like, the Pacific Theater because, to me, like, the Eastern... Eastern's that single that came out that is just, yeah. like, you appreciate it and you can still listen and bop your head, but you're just like, I just... I've heard it so many times. Yeah. You know? And those damn Soviets, I yeah. don't care for that. You know, right? I'm not a big Soviet guy. So, yeah. And, um... Yeah, but, I, I mean, so I knew... Like I of course knew about like Easy Company, mm-hmm. um, and like Battle of Bulge and like Best Bestone and all that stuff like that. But kind of seeing how it happened because like this, so every episode starts off with um, kind of a, a very a brief personal account <coughs> of one aspect of what that episode is going to be about. Yeah, from the remaining members of Easy Company themselves. Mm. So you're getting like right from their own mouth like what happened and they were they were on as many as were still alive and would con- and would contribute um they were all um what's the word when you they're there to like ask questions or answer questions what's it called interview a panel um no 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 like like an it, FAQ for a scene like they, they're on set and it's like hey what did we do what did you do here like they're uh, like a consultant consultant that's the word um I was close. I was like consort. No, that's not the right word. Um, consult, <laughs> consultant. They're all they're all there as, as consultants, and um, so it's like pretty much as close to reality as you can possibly get. Yeah, which is I think even more impressive, and um, just a really incredible show. Like really hard to stop watching. But again, it's like it's another hour. Every episode's an hour. Yeah, and it's like it's heavy, a real prestige drama. Heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Um. And what a cast. Dude. Really in a moose-boosh of Seriously. the big names from and, the early 2000s. And then even still, like, people that will not be famous for over a decade. Your Fastbenders and your Hardys. Yeah. Um, fucking. So, what, what, so what's cracking me up, and, and nobody else really thought it was as funny as I did, but like, one, of the, um, one of the main characters is played by a guy named... Um, uh, Mike Matt Settle, mm-hmm. and he is probably most, if not for Band of Brothers, he is most famous for being one of the dads in Gossip Girl. Okay, but he's like the really cool guitar playing, laid back uh, dad, and he plays uh, Lieutenant Spears. Okay, in Band of Brothers, who by all accounts, I know he's like. He's one of ours, mm-hmm. and like he is portrayed as like a psycho badass in the, in the show and everything. But on paper, okay, I don't say it lightly, but man's a little bit of a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, like he is accused many many times of shooting prisoners of war. Yeah, which is a bad look. Which is a very bad it's look. It's Not good. Um, and like he gives this very heartfelt speech in like episode three or two or three to this guy who's already shell shocked, mm-hmm. and he's so like rattled that he can't even stand up and provide cover fire like he can't just he can't even pull his trigger because of how scared he is yeah like they're not even telling him to shoot at somebody they're just saying shoot in this direction so that these guys can get across oh, the that road. would 100 percent be me in war yeah oh sure <laughs> oh sure absolutely yeah. um and he but he can't even get out of his hole to shoot his gun just in a general area and so he's saying like Basically, this is the extreme spark notes of it, and I'm connecting it in my own way to like <laughs> get around a story. But yeah. um, he basically is like, "Do you know why you're scared?" 
And the guy's like, he can't really provide an answer because he's so he's like his teeth are literally shattering, chattering, and he's like his teeth are shattering. shattering. He was like, you're scared because you think there's hope, but you have to understand, Private, that the minute you got on that plane to come over to Europe, you're already dead, yeah. and the minute a soldier realizes he's dead, he can begin to fight. And then he like smiles at him, pats him on the helmet, and just leaves, <laughs> just like walks into the woods. <laughs> And this was supposed to be the speech that gets this guy to, like, like <laughs> nut up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, right? I feel inspired. Oh, my God. So funny. But, um, hell of a fucking A-plus standing ovation for that show. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've heard the Pacific is also a good show. You know what, though? Here's the thing. John Bernthal's on it. He is for, like, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. But, um... So it is a it is a through and through drama. Yeah, I'm sure it's based on events that happened, mm-hmm. but I don't believe any character is actually based mm. on one person. It's not boats. It's not yeah. So based on uh, true events or based on actual, based on a true story. Based on a true story. Um, yeah. So it's not quite as impactful for me mm. because it's like oh well, this entire thing could be dramatized. Yeah. Um, which it would be normally fine if I had watched it in reverse order, mm-hmm. but since it's not, so, and, and they had ten years to get it together because you know Band of Brothers came out, Bob, if you would, Bob, uh, Bob came out in one. Adam and Eve, it's a boy. Pacific came out in two thousand eleven, so yeah, it was well later. after. Yeah, um, Spielberg again though, right? Yeah, and, and Tom Hanks, Spielberg and Hanks, yep. dream team, power yep. couple, dream team, back again, and um, uh, so it's 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 okay. Uh, very a very young. Um, I always want to say Ramzi Abid, and that's going to be funny to nobody. But <coughs> but um, Rami Malik. Ah. Rami Malik, but. Um, Rami Malik. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, uh, the cast of Band of Brothers: Damian Lewis, mm, your boy. That is my boy. English. English. <laughs> uh, Michael Kudlitz, I believe, relative of Billy Kudlitz. Uh, Ron Livingston of Office Space fame. Mm. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. Uh, Tom Hanks, Michael Fassbender. Donnie Don and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Neil McDonough, David Schwimmer, Neil Tom McDonough. Hardy. What a guy, right? We don't talk about him. We enough. don't. He's very handsome. He is. And he's good. Yeah. He's good in everything he's, he's best in. Everything. Yeah. He plays uh, Buck Compton. Hmm. Um, what a name. What a great name. Straight out of Buck. Yeah, like, <laughs> there, there's a scene at the end when they're all playing baseball um, by the Eagle's Nest. Hmm. Which is just a great concept altogether. Yeah. Um, and he's playing catcher, and he's got like the whole regalia on. And you're like, it just looks right. I'm sure he's the inspiration behind the song "Knuck If You Buck." Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, buck up. Um, <laughs> and then we got uh, what's a callback? Running down the running down the list here. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's in it for an episode. Uh, Matthew Settle again. Mm-hmm. Um, James McAvoy, a very young Colin Hanks. Uh, Simon Pegg's in it for a little bit. Um, who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? It's basically if you were a young male British actor and you weren't yeah. in Harry Potter, yeah, or Lord of the Rings, you were in. It is. Band it, of Brothers. It, it is funny, like listening to people, um, like, like so. Damien Lewis, very English, mm. uh, playing uh, Dick Winters, who was like the most American troop right. of all time. That's why for a long time I thought Damien Lewis was American, yeah, right? It's it's very jarring. I think to hear. his character in Homeland is that what it is? 
Yeah. I think he's Amer- He's very he, American. Yeah, he's always so, very, very American. Uh, his wife though. just passed away, though. Uh, R.I.P. She played uh, Poppy in really? Peaky Blinders. Huh. Is he in Peaky Blinders? He is not in Peaky uh, Blinders. But Tom Hardy is. Tom Hardy sure is. Um... What a show. I have to give it a rewatch. I probably haven't watched it in like 10 years. I don't think I, I think I've watched like three or four episodes and they weren't linked in any way. So. Yeah. Well, it's dense. Yeah, that's what I hear, man. Ron I, Livingston's like the main character kind of, isn't he? Is he? I thought he was. Mm-hmm. At least what I remember seeing, it was like the one it followed closest. Interesting. Ron Livingston. The Ron Livingston. Office Space. Yes. Not Killian Murphy. No. Interesting. Well, I'm into it. No, not Peaky Blinders. Oh, I was like, Band what? of Brothers. Oh, no, yeah. Um, Ron Livingston, he's in it every now and again. <laughs> I'm just imagining Ron yeah, Livingston. I was like, what Peaky are you talking I'm very much interested now. I thought, Ron, yeah. I thought Ron Livingston was in Peaky Blinders all of a sudden. God, I would watch it. Adrian um, Brody is. Sure is. No, yeah, Ron Livingston, he, he has something of a pretty tragic um, storyline, actually, mm-hmm. where... He, um, so he and Damian Lewis, he and his character and, um, uh, Dick Winters, character, they're like, they're boys yeah. and they're, they're roughly like, I remember reading these names so long yeah. ago. They're boys like th- all the way through boot, like into Europe. And they're pretty close, like the entire time, both in proximity and rank and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the war goes on, <laughs> you can see how the war tempers some people and other people just very slowly start to crack. And uh, Ron Livingston's character <laughs> is one of them that kind of starts to melt down a little oh, yeah. bit towards the end. He's he's one of the first guys that starts asking questions like, why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Like, why does every other team get to rotate in and out every, like, six months? And we've been here two years. Yeah. Like, he says at one point they were, I guess, like... Again, I don't know shit about fuck, but, like, I guess you you count, at least they were counting <laughs> the days from the first day that they got there. So, when they dropped on D-Day, mm-hmm. they were keeping time by saying they were their D-Day plus 447. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do think that they were there for, like, two and a half years between yeah. France, Belgium, the Netherlands, and Germany or something like that. Yeah. And, um... Which is a hell of a route, but... It really is. <clears throat> Did they finish in Italy? They finished in Germany, I think. Okay. But they were, like, they were a really nice part of Germany. Yeah. Like, like I think... I don't know if it was southern Germany or not. I feel like I... Southern Germany sounds right. Yeah. I've never been to Germany, so I can't... Right. Just accurately describe yeah, the yeah. geography of it. <laughs> well, you see, there's a big mountain. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a desert there yeah. right <laughs> i don't know it seems right it's hot <laughs> just imagine if there's a desert in germany i mean it'll probably happen someday i think every country should have a desert i think it's gonna happen at some point <laughs> whether you want it to or not yeah. forests are going bye-byes uh i was thinking uh-oh because i watched i was when part of my film catching up on i watched that don't look up yeah yeah and it's about like, and they say in the movie like, oh, it's projected to like <clears throat> land in the Pacific Ocean, which is still bad, but continue, which is horrible. Yeah, but I was like, but if it landed in like a big desert, 
would it be as bad? Wouldn't everything like around it just turn to glass like that? That's there an wouldn't interesting be like a concept. huge tidal wave coming or anything like that. Yeah, that is an interesting concept. Let's test it out. I guess it depends. Let's get on, a comet and crash into the desert. I guess it depends on how big and which desert. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if it lands in the Gobi, we're laughing. Yeah, you know. I feel like the desert just swallows it with a mojave. Yeah, it's like oh. Yeah. Thanks for the snack. Right. <laughs> now there's just a mountain here. That's a 2 a.m. Oreo to the desert. I mean. Yeah. Uh, just one, please. <laughs> it's going to go to the planet's ass. And that's what the desert's saying. Like, we can take three more easy. <laughs> we saw Armageddon. That's give me, give me six shit. minutes. We'll take another four after that. <laughs> Before you know, the whole pack's gone. Uh, We're talking double stuff. Oh, mega stuff. Oh, God. That's too much. I got, That's how I knew I was old. I got a novelty pack of the most stuff once. Yeah. I bit into one and was disgusted. Yeah. Do you get that shit where it like feels like electricity in your back tooth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the That's sweet you, tooth. That's how you know you're old, man. You can't eat that there shit were, anymore. There were Oreos. There were like patriotic Oreos this past... All Oreos? Day. This past Independence Day that like... It was red, white, and blue. But it also had Pop Rocks in it. Why would it do that? It was, I don't know. <laughs> and it like physically hurt to consume these Oreos. Can we add that to the list of terrorism? I domestic terrorists? Is. Nabisco, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Are they owned by Kellogg's? Because it would make sense. It would make sense. Um, Fucking fascists. Yeah. Makes you think. It does. It sure does. But um, anyway, yeah, watch Dune. And, um, <laughs> the way we met. Yeah. Um, I will say, when I went to see the new Spider-Man... Yeah? You also got to hear Dune? No, because thank God Spider-Man was in every single theater. <laughs> so finally I didn't have to hear the... Yeah. Yeah, I tried my best to stay off and away from spoilers for the new Spider-Man, but it just... It happened anyway. People just don't care. They're like, wow, it's incredible. Yeah. The boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I, I did. Like, yeah. I, I, I kind of. You, I, do you need to be the person that ruins it for right. everyone else? I, I, I knew. I knew that I probably wasn't going to see it soon. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I'm going to see something that I don't want to see. And I, and I just emotionally, I came to terms with it. Yeah. I didn't accept, expect to see literal bootlegged video. Yeah. In Instagram on the For You page. Yeah. Like it's like actual some dude took his phone out and was filming the screen and it was like a short it was like a YouTube short or an Instagram video, fucking in the discovery page. Like what's that guy's incentive? Yeah, what are you? Are you other than to spoil people's phone? like? Oh shit, dude! I'm so happy you showed me that. Yeah, great. Thank you. I mean, it's one thing if he was like, if it was just like for his friends. Yeah, and like. After they saw it too, he was like, "Man, let's relive this experience." Right. Yeah, or like whenever you you send, uh, whenever you get get in your seat, and there's no one there, and you you take a quick video and you say, "Oh, we back," and you mm. send it to like a couple of different group chats. Oh, that's what I do every time. Yeah, Daddy's back. Oh my god, dude, my dude. last one was Father has returned. <laughs> if you would have sent a video of one of the spoiler things with we back with like the sunglasses face, I would have <laughs> probably laughed, but then I would have beat your ass so hard. <laughs> I just sent a video of like. Tom Holland swinging. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Oh, check this shit yeah. out! 
like something or like if I'll say so I'll use an example of something we already know based on the trailers but like if we didn't know if it was like a video of like Willem Dafoe showing up I'd be like I'll fucking kill you yeah I'll kill you right now William Dafoe uh, oh man he just shows up hey Peter why'd you spill your beans why'd you spill your beans which is still a movie I have not seen oh you know if we're heading into another lockdown you might really yeah. appreciate it cause just think it could always be worse every time you try to rub one out a grouchy old man could show up <laughs> so my house that's yeah. this is my house or are you talking about my split personality what do you, what do you think he's talking about he says why'd you spill your beans <laughs> ew what a film what a picture. Head what a plaza of viscosity, okay? I feel like it's a good uh, double feature with The Green Knight. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Which is a Christmas movie. Is it? I mean, the whole thing of it is that it happens at Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if I have time for this. Because you know what, man? I'm going to say it right now, even though Christmas has passed, and I know how vehemently you disagree with me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not, I do not entertain this whole, like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's not. But it is. It's not. Because he has no reason to be out there if it's not Christmas. But it's not about Christmas. Uh, he, f- he says ho, ho, ho. The fucking Santa Claus is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is an action movie. That at takes Christmas. place at Christmas. It does not make it a Christmas movie. Well, is Krampus not a Christmas movie? No. It's a horror movie. At Christmas. It's a Christmas it's horror a, movie. It's a horror... Die Hard is a Christmas action movie. <laughs> no! Christmas Vacation isn't a Christmas movie by your logic. It's a comedy. It's got Christmas in the, the fucking title. So does Die Hard. No, it doesn't. At Christmas. No! That's what it's called. Die Hard at Christmas. No! <laughs> Incorrect. I guess you're going to say Lethal Weapon is also not a Christmas It's movie. not. <laughs> but it is. It's not. It's just at Christmas. You're making me all upset. I guess you're going to say <laughs> Friday After Next isn't a Christmas movie. It's also not. I think it, Alan, is Friday After Next set at Christmas? I think it is. I think oh, it is. Alan, don't you do this to me Alan's now. Alan's got my back. He's my best friend. All right. That's fucking because rude. Because he has my back. That's fucking rude. I can fact check for you if you like. Uh, that would be wonderful. You know, Die Hard 2, Die Harder is also set at Christmas. Guess what it's not? It's a Christmas movie. A Christmas movie. In fact, it's more of a Christmas movie because it involves holiday travel. Okay, so Friday After Next is a Christmas movie, but here's why. Because the tagline is Christmas in the Hood. Yeah. So it is a Christmas movie. And the tagline for Die Hard is Christmas in Nakatomi Plaza. No, it's... Oh my god. (laughs) No. You're not going to win this. I am. You're not going to convince anyone. I don't need to. I'm just saying my piece. That's the whole point of an argument is to convince people you're right. (laughs) And you're convincing no one that you're right. It's not. It's just to say my piece. I can sleep well at night knowing that it's the truth. It is a good movie. It's a fine movie. It's it's, uh, Alan Rickman's uh, coming out party. It really is. And he was like 50 already. Yeah. I like the story of when they dropped him off the top. They, they counted so down. Cruel. They said they were going to count to three, and they counted to two and let him go. So his his face is mm. real. That's not even acting. Yeah, and he was he's afraid of heights, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do it to begin with. But the fact that it had to be right on his face, there was no other way. Yeah. Uh poor Alan. Poor Alan. Our Alan, 
and the world's Allen. Oh yeah. Do you think there are more Allens than Dougs in the world? Well, this one's both. Yeah, I guess that's true. You are uh, hitting both ways. Yeah. Doug goes both ways. But I spell it differently. Mmm. Your two L's and an E. Yes. Like, like Poe. Yeah. Huh. Or Tim. Oh. Or Woody. Well, I don't know if we want Tim Allen. <laughs> or Woody. <laughs> I don't know if we want a Woody Allen either. Woodrow Allen. You know what? It actually, I feel like Woody Allen's a really, um, that name makes a lot of sense considering he's such a pervert. Who was it that, like, it was a famous person, like a classic huge name that hated Woody Allen. Probably Mia Farrow. I want to say it was, like, Marlon Brando. Like, someone of that caliber. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was just, like, he's, like, when I asked about him, he was like, he's so annoying. Yeah. It might be. Like a, like a Brando, like a Newman, someone like of that caliber. Oh, dude, if it was Newman, that would be hysterical. Paul Newman, probably my favorite, like, golden age mm-hmm. actor. Just the coolest guy. Dude, Newman's he's, own. He's, and, like, I, I wrote about it. He, the Cars trilogy, at least the first and the third, are just a monument to Paul Newman. You know what's really funny? Because he's a big race card okay you're really think good racing thing, racing good thing you pulled that one in love formula one so did steve mcqueen i was gonna say what's really funny is um yeah steve mcqueen was um who was in played by damian lewis in once upon a time in hollywood wow this is really coming together uh, cohesive um who was in um hold on don't tell me i don't want to ask because it'll be embarrassing it's like that game they play on the one NPR podcast. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this is not what I was thinking about. I thought that was the right... I was going to say who was in um, On the Waterfront, but it's it's Brando. I'm thinking yeah. of um, the whole the, the stop, stop, you're tearing me apart. He says one thing, she says the other, and it all goes back again. He says oh. that. Who was that? I can hear the you're yeah. Tearing you're tearing me, me apart. Yeah, um, um, that was a little star scream, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> Mine was almost. I was about to commit to a full Skeletor version of it. <laughs> um, oh, that's from Okay, so it is from the room, but that's not what we're talking. about. I don't about. think that's the original. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, it's. I can um, see it. Because they, they quote it in um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, oh, what a picture. He says one thing. Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, James Dean. James Dean. Jimmy Dean, R.I.P. As I say, I could hear it. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah. I could see him like... Gah. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Uh, La La Land? Is that part in? Which part? Well, they definitely show parts of Rebel Without a Cause yeah. in La La Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if that's what I... <clears throat> Honestly, I you might be right. I mean, he was only in like three movies. Yeah, it's weird, right? Oh, yeah. He's such a prolific uh, actor, and yet... I mean, could he have reached uh, Paul Newman levels? I'm sure. Oh, for sure. But Paul Newman was like untouchable yeah well, even Bob Redford 
legendary. Yeah, well, th- there was what the the all the rumors that James Dean was gay. Yeah. In the fifties, which that'll that'll uh, get you kicked out of the club pretty quick in the fifties. Oh 50s. yeah. They probably killed him. They probably did kill him actually. Um, Car accident. Yeah. They gave him the princess die. Honestly. Well, they gave princess die the the. Uh, no, they called it the princess die. They, they called it. The they time. had they yeah. had plans, buddy. Yeah. That royal family. <laughs> Ooh, there's some, there's some homophobic undertones, you know, oh, calling it the princess die, but uh, lots of uh... <laughs> not not the actual killing of a gay man. It's the calling it the princess die. Yeah. They were. It's a oh, little off color. I'm sure uh, Big Phil. Yeah, Philly Phil. Oh sure. That's probably he was what feeding the... those lines to the tablets. Like yeah. we're gonna call it princess die. Yeah, probably because you know. No one has ever referred to a Diana as die before. Yeah, right. No, for sure. It's probably what the the um the shutdown uh Hail Caesar two was probably about actually. Mm. It's, the first one is the kidnapping of uh you know, George Clooney. The second one was the murdering of James Dean. I would love a Hail Caesar two. Have have the uh have the Coens ever done a sequel? I don't think so. No. Not big sequel guys. No, and I mean there's a lot of people that aren't because it like gets to sketchy territory. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vaughn wasn't until Kingsman, I think. That was like the second one was the first sequel he ever returned for. Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, it's just like a lot of them are like, you know, we set our piece. Yeah, we put everything we wanted to. If there's still ideas afterward, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, the only ones. So like Fargo works wonderfully as a TV show. Yeah, and I think that's the only reason it does work. Like as a, because it's not a continuation of that story. Yeah, the first season's like heavily inspired by it, but it's its own thing. But it still tells like related stories between at least the first three seasons. Yeah. I haven't watched the fourth one yet. Um, the Jesus rolls, I think, is evidence that a sequel to The Big Lebowski yeah. would probably not work. Still ain't watched it. Don't think I ever will. Um, well, I probably will. When there's nothing else going yeah. on. Yeah, if it's like on. Netflix or something. Yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way for it. I really don't even want to pay for it. But, no, for sure. Um, well, uh, let me hit you with this. Okay. Would you rather Would you rather live in a world where directors have to commit to a single IP for their entire careers or nobody can ever do sequels? That includes prequels. Um... Like, can there still be sequels to things? It's just someone else? Um, hmm. Sure. In that case, I would think I would choose that option because I like the idea of like, hey, I did this. Now you go play in the sandbox. Mm. Um, is I would like... There's kind of a real world example of this in George Lucas. Okay. Like, yeah, he had Indiana Jones, but like... It wasn't fully his because it was also Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I feel like people just didn't let him move on from Star Wars. And so he quit the industry entirely. Like, he had that World War II movie about the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, that's true. And, like, everyone was like, it's not Star Wars. I don't want to see this. Yeah. And, like, that's basically what the reviewer said. He was like, like, you should stick with Star Wars. And it's like, no. Let him go do whatever he wants. Yeah, you guys. He gave you this. So he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah, I mean, you fucking people ate up Close Encounters. 
Yeah. Oh, what a film. So. What a picture. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not going to paint George Lucas as a victim, but, like, that does suck. Yeah. Well, that, the fact that, like, they kind of forced him into it, but then also they just attack everything he did in the series he created. Yeah. They also attack everything he's he, he didn't do in the series that he created. Yeah, it's so. like, this is literally his baby. Yeah. Like. He owes you nothing. Yeah, that's... And that's, like, the same... We've talked about, like, the fan outcry over, like, the ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like, this isn't your story. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's okay to be mad, but don't think that this is contributing anything. Yeah, so you don't like, own this at all. Just shut up. Like, whatever's of. in your head when you read the books, like, yeah. that's your interpretation. That is yours. Yeah. But, like... Whatever is mass produced for everyone else, you have nothing yeah. to claim for. And again, just like <laughs> circling back on it, like I think we are now more than ever in a place uh, with entertainment mm-hmm. that with something that is so kind of made, it's made transparently. Yeah, uh, and that like they, they, they literally show you like behind the scenes stuff, and they they make known like who the, the costume creators are and the set creators and then like the DPs and like this thing and the other thing, and they like make a big to do about like oh like they got like this director for this episode and like these guys are the ones that wrote it and stuff like that. So like they make it as much about the, the behind the scenes as they do with the final product. Yeah. You have to be cognizant of the time and effort and money that goes into making each thing. So while it's all well and good that, you know, of course I think everybody, even Martin, George mm-hmm. Martin wanted the season, the series to go on for at least another season and a half. I think he, his, he wanted like 10 seasons. Yeah. Um, that's all well and good, but you, you, and it's easy to claim like, oh, he just wants that because it makes him more money. Right. But it's like it also tells his story. Yeah, that's this is a fuller. This extent. is the thing, and I don't know if you would agree with this, but I I think that the conclusion I would be more okay with the conclusion of that series mm-hmm. if it reached that conclusion over a period of time instead of literally inside 10 episodes yeah and i think that's kind of what everyone at least i've felt i was like yeah this is how the story yeah like is supposed to end because like in the grander scheme of things it makes sense it's like kind of a poetic like loop to it yeah um it rhymes yeah (laughs) it's like poetry yeah it rhymes but like the fact that it was you know a Steve Prefontaine sprint to the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we wrapped season six, so let's just get this over with. Yeah, yeah and I mean, and again, like, there's a lot of things. That and you it's could weird say. because they took like a year break. Yeah. To like, because like, oh, we have bigger episodes. What's like, was it worth it? Yeah. Can I work, work it? it? Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and and again, with the transparency, like, of course, you can always say, like, well, D&D obviously had that Star Wars project they were going to work on, so they just fucking shit the bed on on Game of Thrones. They go work on the Star Wars thing. And they shit the bed on that. And they shit the bed on that, too. And then they're like, we're going to do a TV show about, like, what if the South had won the Civil War? And everyone's like, no. Nope. That's the last thing we want, because... 
Sometimes it doesn't feel like the South really lost the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a proxy victory. And it's um, just, like, I'm starting to think those are just like bad guys. Yeah, I, I I don't know about them, but I will say, did you did you catch? Um, you're are you a big Westworld guy? You finished at least. I finished. It, you yeah. finished. Did you catch their cameo in season two? Uh, yes. And um, were they in? They're uh, um, engineers. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, did catch that. Um, and I just was like, because they have a dragon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's it's too soon. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's so weird. Like, I have such a hard time separating the art from the artist, except yeah. for like Game of Thrones, where I'm very much like on the arts side. Yeah. Where I'm just like, listen, this story is magnificent and I'm so happy like the the amount of things I think this is kind of where it also comes in is the amount of things that happened to me personally from the moment I started watching Game of Thrones to the minute that it ended. Yeah, you went through a lot. I went through so much personally in that period of time. So when it ended, I think I have as much right with it as anybody to be like, this is bullshit. But I'm just like, listen, this is a natural bookend. Yeah, I'm gonna what, let a, it go. what a closing of a chapter of your life. Yeah, I mean, it all, it all seems pretty fitting, actually, the way that it ended in a train wreck. So it's like, okay, whatever. This Maybe is... that's why you don't want to watch Wheel of Time, because you're afraid <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen to you personally. But, um, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, man, uh, fucking D&D can go fucking suck my whole ass. <laughs> um, I will say that it seems like, and like, it's still early days. But it seems like The Witcher is like really yeah, gonna be the next the Game of Thrones. I'm, yeah, I'm the a second little... season was universally well received. Yeah, I loved it. Sure. Well, so did you read the books and play the games, or just play the games? I played the second two games, and like I read the first collection of short stories, and I think the first novel. Yeah. the The publication order is super weird of the books, um, and I. I think when I read them, I don't think all the books were published in America yet. So it was kind of hard to get. Sure. Um, I'm sure now they either all are or they're like kind of following the seasons. Like, all right, this book, like, or this season mostly follows this book. So we're going to publish this one now. Yeah. Um, my issue with the books is the cover art they used when I was like reading them was just like concept art from the games oh. and i was like this is like tacky yeah i would rather like original art i get um, that so but yeah then like in its native poland the like cover art it looked like almost like erotic novel oh. models on yeah Geesh. and it's like That's just tough just like get some kid on Fiverr to like <laughs> go on deviant art man just yeah, like fucking... i'm sure like there's so much um, yeah. But like, I played the second two games, and they're it's going like Witcher Roll Thirty Four and crop it, dude. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what the first season is. There's so much gratuitous sex in Hell the first yeah. season. Yeah. Um, but like, the second game is really good. It's very like linear, but it tells a great story. Sure. And the third game, it still tells a really good story, but it's like all open world. And yeah. The third game is probably one of my favorite games. I want to say Wild Hunt seems like it's the de facto Witcher game. Yeah, and there's a lot of somehow so like the games are set after the books end okay so the games like technically aren't canon Mm -hmm. and the show is trying to follow as best they can the books Mm -hmm. but so much of what happens in the wild hunt is directly related to like 
the early days of the books. Uh-huh. It's weird that it like it works out like that. But like even in this like season of the show, it's like there's so much that you see in that game that pops up in in this. And it's like there's supposed to be years in between these two times. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. I that's something that I am interested in, but I am a little remiss to get into it cuz I don't know anything. I it's the first season it was bold because like it's happening at like three different times. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I it's like that. once you like know that and like can kind of figure it out, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch. Uh, the second season, everything's happening at the same time, so it's much. It's clearer. all happening at once. Yeah, it's much clearer. It's easier to follow, uh-huh. and it's really good. And the actors are great. Henry Cavill, big Henry Cavill guy. We are. Big fan. Fan of the pod. He's actually going to be on our pod next week. I surely hope so. <laughs> That's he a seems lie. like the guy that like be like, yeah, why yeah, not? Absolutely. Let's do it. What do you guys? Can we just talk about video games? Because he is like a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, the, he's got his whole meme to himself. It's oh, like yeah. PC or a PlayStation or Xbox. PC. <laughs> but like, he like, um, he said it himself that he's very attached to the character and he was before he even played him yeah and he like campaigned to play this character mm-hmm. and he does a really good job of it somebody was um i think laughing at an on an interview they said that he's like he is the show bible mm-hmm. like if you have any questions at all about what should happen in this space mm-hmm. he just knows because that, of the book there was he was on a uh, graham norton uh-huh and like they asked him it was like he's like i've heard you uh like tell people when they're wrong and he's like well, not exactly. <laughs> He's like, I just like things to be authentic to the source material. Yeah. And so, like, whenever it's not, I'll be like, maybe, can we do... Yeah. Can we do it, like, a little bit more? Can we just do one? Just, just one? One for me? Yeah. I'm, I sure trust that you will like it better than your version. That's great. Graham Norton's a great show. I love Graham Norton. I like British talk shows in general. The fact that they have all the guests out there yeah. just interacting at once. I mean, uh, your boy does it. James Corden. Yeah. But he's he's just not a good person. He's terrible. He's, he's annoying. Like truly a terrible person. You know who it you know who He's it, just British James not Jamie Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. yeah. I think I was combining Jimmy Fallon with Jamie Kennedy. He is kinda though. He kinda is British Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he is exactly British Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Um They even do like similar gimmicks. A little bit. Um yeah, James Corden. Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon. Why is like everyone in late night named James or Jimmy? It really kind of confuses everything. Doesn't there are it? three. Yeah, of the, like the five major late night shows. <laughs> three of them are hosted by it's like a the Jimmy Infinity or a Gauntlet James. of late night hosts. And then yeah, you know, we'll give you a, a Seth and a Stephen. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Um, he's another. He's probably another big Witcher guy. As big as much as he is Lord of the Rings guy. So I don't think so. You don't think so? Because Henry Cavill was on it, and Stephen Colbert mispronounced Geralt's name every time he asked. Said Gerald. He said Geralt. Oh no! And like you could see <sighs> that like Henry Cavill like wanted to say he was something, getting the Superman red eyes. But like he was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I just got called out on Graham Norton yeah. for this kind of thing. I'm we're, not gonna do we're it. We're in a polite space. We're all friends here. But uh, Henry Cavill is the star of that Argyle movie uh-huh. I think yeah that is like the new Matthew Vaughn project okay where it's like world's greatest super spy or whatever yeah yeah and like Matthew Vaughn was like Henry Cavill was born 
to play James Bond. And the fact that he's not been in any conversations with the Broccoli's is ridiculous. Yeah. She was like, I snatched him up before he could play James Bond. Yeah, that's that's what they do, man. I, there was something I wanted to add, but I don't know if I'm going to remember it. And our last couple of pods have gone way over time. So um, I think this is a pretty good wrapping up point. What do you say, Alan? Yeah. Alan left years ago. <laughs> Alan's been dead for 50 years. <laughs> <He's> long gone. <laughs> we uh, told him to go look something up and he just got lost. <laughs> he went down that He went down that rabbit hole. Is it 2022? Mm, oh, this is our last spot of 2021. It is. But it will be our first spot of 2022. It sure will. So how it's funny how that works out. It's like so, poetry. So I guess happy new year. Happy new year, babies. Um you have fun. You have a fun year. <sighs> fun year. Oh, I think overall probably. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember it a lot. It. I, a lot I of mean, hard like, drugs. I played a lot of tennis. You did a lot of hard drugs. Movies came back this year, which was big. Yeah, yeah. F nine, the Fast Saga. Finally got to see that. Yeah, and yeah. And the new James Bond. So I was happy about both of those things. Sure. Um. I mean, it wasn't a great year. I wouldn't say it was a great year, no, but it, it this, was nice to have a little bit of... Tw- I mean, 2021 and 2020 just kind of seem like one big year. Yeah, don't they? And, like, it doesn't seem like it's over yet. Mm-hmm. And so 2022 hopefully is the conclusion to this trilogy yeah. of suck. I'm hoping it's... <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping this one ends a little early, but... Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I've I've ex- I've been experiencing over the past couple of weeks a series of very significant wins that are that are setting me up for a very good 2022. That's exciting. I'm I'm like you deserve it for the first time, and I want to say like eight or nine months. I'm in a very good spot yeah. emotionally. Having known you through the Game of Thrones years, yeah. pretty rough time for yeah, you. Yeah, not a great, not a great time. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Emotionally devastating. In the years since, we're we're about the rebuild. Yeah, we're all about the rebuild here. We I, I am, if nothing. The Edmonton Oilers of, of people. And right now, baby, I'm looking at the cup, and I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm about to go on a run, and I feel really good about it. It's like 10 o'clock. You're going to go running? I'm going to go. No, actually, I never got to tell the story about how I completely, I blew my calf out playing soccer. I saw your snaps and tweets Dude, about it. I, like, legit, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's funny, but I'm not kidding. I thought I got shot. Oh, boy. I, I like, because there was a noise. Yeah. It, it like, yeah, the goalie heard it 10 Ooh. feet away from me. To my credit, stayed on my feet. See, this is why you need to do more cardio. Well, I think you're right. <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that, but I, I wasn't able to walk for like five days afterwards. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's the, whenever I like tweak something while running, it's like you get put down for a week. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, I mean, I'm still swollen. I can show you after the pod. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's going to take his pants off. It's pretty bad. Yeah. But anyway, to that end, uh, we will get out of here. Um, for 2021. We have been We Have Fun. Yeah. I have been Kevin. Mm-hmm. You. This entire time. This whole always, ass year. I have always been Duck. Yeah. Feels good to do the, the proper exit. Yeah. Um, you can hit the phone. We actually found out something funny about our phone, um, which is embarrassing to talk about, but so I won't. But we'll get there. Um, we lost service some. I don't know how we lost service. Yeah. We paid for service and then they took it away from us. So we'll, <laughs> we'll get it back. I don't know what's going on. So I guess just respect your servers. That's Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to like DM us that prompt, uh, that's probably the easier way to do it. 
Um, Just talk to us. Please. Most of you that listen know how to reach us. Yeah. We we only talk to each other and you're listening to it. So yeah. anyway, uh, um, uh, Alan, Alan's been, he's been here the whole time. Everybody can say thank you, Alan, for giving us a great product to put you, out. Alan. And uh, yeah, you know what? On that note, the quality of this podcast yeah. at the beginning of 2021 was not great. It was, yeah. And then Alan came in, swooped in like Henry Cavill Superman mm-hmm. to save the day. Yep. And it's just been up and up ever since. It really has Big been. Big things coming. Going to the moon, boys. To the moon, boys. We're going to release our own Bitcoin. <laughs> moon coin. But we can't call it Bitcoin because that's already a property. Call it moon coin. So we're going to call it... Uh, bit... bit uh, the, 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 bit, the, bit drachma, bit drachma. <laughs> yeah, that that's what it'll be. Uh, it rolls off the tongue. You got to say it in the proper Greek, though. Bit drachma, drachma, drachma. All right, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Um, all right, babies. So that's been the year. That's been us. That's been your boys. Um, follow us on our various social medias. Tell your friends. Tell your family. We love you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Welcome to We Have Fun. Alpha President's the represent me.